Another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vesner. How's it going anyways, Kyle? What's up, baby? Oh, I feel so... like a man's man. What? I feel like a manly man now. Because you made a table? Yeah, fuck yeah. It's true. Kyle yeah, did I make did. a table. You're like a, you're like our, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, a carpenter. carpenter. See, you know what? That's how unimpressive that is. How many times did I ever have to practice carpentry before I build this fucking table? It's not Zero. supposed to be impressive, Kyle. It's supposed to Zero. be, it's supposed to, show it's supposed to be humbling. Yeah, that he's like a man of the people. He's just a lowly carpenter. That sucks that the Son of God made it to carpentry status with all his powers. I don't think he was ticketed. Also, I don't think he went and got, you know. What does that mean? You know, a ticketed carpenter went, you know. Oh, he didn't get a certification. Yeah, I don't know if he could build a roof with a, you know, a 12-4. That is true. Anyone stairs. could just call themselves a carpenter. At the beginning of the movie, um, The Passion, it shows him that he in- he's like, look, I invented the high table and high chairs, like a bar stool. And it shows that, gee, it's just like... Is a- it true? No, that's not true. That's just like a gimmick. It's a gag in yeah. the movie Passion of the Christ? I think so. I think that's they the have gags? Well, it's just like, it's a new table I invented with higher things. And they're like, Jesus, no one will use that. And he's like, well, you'll see, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it. I should watch it. That's on me. That's it's my go- bad. It's gore. It's just gore porn. It's honestly pretty gross. Yeah, but isn't that what Christians love? Um, I got to get in their mindset. I guess. Figure out what they're all about. Yeah, you're like, though, I guess the idea is you're supposed to be watching the man suffer for your sin. So, but when you, like, I don't know, that's just one person. It's an awful way to die. I wouldn't want to die that way. But no. You know what I think I'd like to there's do? There's probably worse. There Ways is worse. to die? Obviously. Yeah. And it's not a good one. Yeah. There is worse. I like I want to fuck a Christian girl. So I got to get into the mindset. Just start going to church. Yeah. It's that easy. Do they, man. All, do they all just bang? Like how many of them are like, no, I'm no, 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 you have to, you have to date a Christian girl. Yeah. Yeah. You could, I, I mean, pull, I could pull that off. You could dirt bag it in a few dates probably, but you'd have to be, you'd be, you'd be a real piece real of shit. Real scumbag about it. Yeah. I don't know. Also, we're now 30, and last time I went to church, I was like 17. So we don't really have a... So they're, they're sluttier now. Yeah, there's like probably tons is. of sing, single moms in church <clears throat> trying to get their life back on track. I don't want a single mom, though. She's tainted. Okay. You know? so you I don't want a, want a virgin. I don't want a virgin. Don't say you that. You just want someone that's not... It's not a fucking mom. Okay, so no baggage. I don't want, a, I don't want it on a teed up i'm not playing t-ball here <laughs> once i've got a fucking joke okay start going to church that it's that easy you can go to church and not even lie you could go to church and be like i'm just here to see what you guys are all about because i don't believe in any of this shit in fact i do a podcast making fun of it and they'd be like what that's crazy and then you'd be like yeah it's a great idea and then, then you, i can be like the bad boy at church yeah exactly oh that's a good that's a you got it you got this i'm, I'm that's exactly no that's doing this that's, that's a plan right that's there. what happened to me man i was mr nice guy for my my mom fucked me up with girls she always told that's me so. um she just basically gave me the worst advice you know always be polite <laughs> that's what girls want um a nice guy it's more it's just ask more the internet. it counts more if she's beautiful on the inside than the outside. Yeah, but you don't everyone um, says that you never believed it though, did you? Yeah, I really I really did. You know, don't date oh. if you don't intend on marrying them. Yo, that I get. Like But uh, your your dick was telling you that you don't give a shit what her personality's tell, like. My right? dick's I was like honest. Every other no, dude. I really cared. I really honestly was like something wrong with caring what her no, personality's no, no, like. No, no respect like you need to respect women and you It's not bad advice. No, it is bad advice if you're trying to get like if 
if you're trying to get laid, if you're trying to get a wife, that's good advice, which is my what my mom tried to do. But I really like a church wife. Like a church. I didn't want to get a wife. And so I was like, well, I guess I can't talk to girls. If I don't intend on marrying them, then I don't intend on marrying any of these girls. And I was always polite and just kind of a shy nerd. And fine and I like <laughs> didn't lose my virginity for, for like so after most of my friends. Picture that version of you. I was just about eighteen. It was Halloween. <laughs> lost your virginity on halloween yeah well that explains everything she, else she's dressed like that tink- explains literally everything else she's about dressed you. like tinkerbell dude fuck off <laughs> are you serious it's pretty awesome that is awesome um well that's a there's kind of a, a time before lost, that but i don't really you lost your virginity it. on the day of the dead and immediately started listening to metal well and <laughs> renounced god accepted satan let's say we had intercourse once were before, you but religious was, before that um, I was religious at the time. Still, I felt oh real bad God, about it. Oh my God, that's the turning point. Yeah. That is the turning point. Yeah. But then once I started like... God damn, dude. That's a awesome backstory. Yeah. How did we not hear that before? <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> Cough directly into the mic there. That's... I learned about that in broadcasting school. You never do that. I got a button here. Just give me a heads up verbally. <laughs> coughing. Okay, no, ready? One, two. It. Okay, there you go. Coughing. Okay. There, you're back. That was not a cough. Anyways, Kyle, um, Keith, I just, so I usually review last week's podcast right before I listen to this one, and I was mad at Keith for, I guess I just wanted to give you a list of all the things, okay, so you were kept, you kept saying, show me these examples of history that's not in the Bible, and admittedly, I didn't do a very good job last podcast of showing examples, so just here's a list of things, look at Kyle going ever so quietly, he's doing great. Everyone heard that. Yeah. I guarantee it. <laughs> so here's a list of just, you know, basically the easiest things to find of things that aren't true that the Bible claims is true. Number one, that humanity came from two people. That's genetically impossible. We kn- And then again, after the flood of Noah from s- eight people, again, genetically, that's impossible. We n- know that there's a minimum of like 1,600 in the smallest possible. Do we though? There, there has to be at least because three... then we're just believing what scientists say. Yeah. What, is, how, what does that prove? Well, I would trust the scientists who have yeah. no like they didn't. Come... I, don't, I don't trust them. It's not like the scientists were like they made this up to disprove the Bible. That's the conclusion they came to, and then people like the Bible says there's only two. They're like, well, you think that there has to be at least sixteen hundred pairs of different adults, right? So that's one. Not right, really. Because well, where did where did people? The way you flip flop from did, saying this book is so full of shit, then criticizing my evidence against it, yeah, it drives what me did, nuts. What did people? People came from what then? Monkeys, Kyle. Yeah, Chimpanzees, but where did monkeys came from? Bonobos. Doesn't there has to be a first origin? The okay. first cell splitting or something. Yeah, the pro- so we're all genetically tied to that then. Okay, but the Bible says that there was two humans at one time. That's it, two. That's all so, there was. And we all came from two. So if we could come from, so like that's a, impossible. If we could come from an amoeba and split right from one, okay. how can we can't come from two? Because we know that there was never just two humans. So by the time it got to humans, there was more than two. Kyle, what do you mean? How do we know that? Again, scientists—they figured it out. So, move, you, what does that mean? Moving on, I don't, I can't, I can't tell you. I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. That's, so that's what it I seems heard. more plausible to me that we come from okay. two things. Okay, you're dumb. <laughs> you're dumb. Number two, global flood didn't happen. No such thing as a global flood. Okay, 
Um, and then we're skipping ahead to wait. That's that's possible. It's possible. No, it isn't. There isn't enough water. Even, there isn't enough water in the atmosphere to flood the entire. Don't even Earth the Kyle. scientists say there's global disasters. Sure, but not a flood. What where, was what was the where world did covered all, okay. in, in the ice age? What? What was the world covered in in the ice age? Permafrost. Ice. No frost. Yeah, what's that made of? Cold water. No low yeah. temperatures. Yeah, water. No. <laughs> so, that just proven. means all the water condensed. It didn't yeah. mean the whole world was underwater, Kyle. Yeah, but it means the whole world died by water. No, it didn't. So that's really what Noah could have been. Is the flood where they were in a boat? He could have had warming like, up. A boat could have meant a tunnel back in the day. <laughs> it says a boat, Kyle, with the window at the top and a door and yeah, two but by two. That's up for interpretation. <laughs> okay. I'm practicing for church. Um, yeah, Kyle's <laughs> practicing for church. Um, number three, no evidence of the Jews in Egypt or in, in the amounts that they talk about. Again, the Exodus being impossible. Number four. No evidence of the Jews in Egypt ever. Of the numbers that they're talking about? Oh, as like, many Jews. as Or even a significant portion. Like not ever like a significant not portion. Not a Jew? There was probably a Jew or two or five or a dozen, maybe five dozen Jews. I'm capping it at five dozen. That's the most. That's the most Jews there could have possibly been, according. Because every time you go past five dozen, they start fighting. Then you over whoever drops a nickel or a (laughs) shekel or whatever. Then it reduces the numbers. That's like the most amount of Jews can exist in an area. Okay, Um, it's fact. King Solomon and David's empire and their temple. Way smaller than indicated. The archaeological evidence shows their temple was not as big. Was just really small, and it was written by his perspective. Ant people, yeah, written by his perspective. Okay, he's a really small guy. So there was a. I don't know know if the Jews became a lot of people in power have little man syndrome. That's how they get there. Okay, and look, people were already short back then, right? Let's say he has little man syndrome. Everyone's like three foot five. Now he's like one foot eight. A right? race so of... he's looking around. It's fuck. Everything's huge. You're one foot eight. That's less than one third of how tall I am. Everything's gigantic. A race You're a of baby of dwarves that grew back to normal size. They weren't dwarves. Everyone was just that's short what you back call then. somebody that's short has dwarfism. Yeah, but you wouldn't call them that. You would call them that now. But back then, when everyone's short, he was just a short guy. Okay, so dwarves were even shorter. They existed all based time. on the measurements that they use elsewhere in the Bible. Wasn't Jesus they... like three foot seven? Isn't that what they say? <laughs> <laughs> they nailed him to a tiny cross four inches off the ground he wasn't even supposed to die oh my god that's funny everyone else who got nailed to a cross their feet could touch the bottom okay and jesus day this is where the record starts to get really good keith this is where we actually have corroborating evidence in Josephus and Tacitus, they, they also acknowledge Jesus existed. What they don't acknowledge, and we know didn't happen based on, based on all the records, is that there was not a census where everyone was required to go to their land. We also know that the Gospel of Luke and the Gospel of... Wait, what was the last thing? A, a census? census? Do you remember when Jesus was born in a manger? You, I mean, I know of it. I do, do you know why? Because there was no room at the inn. Do you know why? Because no, everybody know had to go to their hometown for a census, which is... What does that mean? They said a census. Because they want to count you? Yes, exactly. They want, the Romans want to know how many people they're in charge of, right? Yep. That's, but they didn't do it the way the Bible says they do it. They, how do you know? Because there's every other time there's records of a Roman census. They don't get sent to their back to their hometown. And there's no record of a census being done in the region of Judea. 
in like at all within the timeline. It's by any other historical source than the Bible. So what's the reason that he was born in a manger or whatever or barn? That's the biblical the reason, which I'm saying is bullshit, Kyle. I don't get it. I'm saying it didn't happen the way the Bible says it happened. I'm pointing so out. So where was Jesus born? In a house then? During census? What? Are you talking about? I don't know where he's born. The point is, he's not born where the Bible says he was born, you asshole. <laughs> God, you're annoying. Um, okay, King Herod. The slaughter of the innocents, right? Remember, that's another thing. The Magi came back. They said they were going to kill all the babies. King Herod did. When? The Magi came to worship Jesus, and King Herod said, fuck that. I'm killing every baby under the age of two. The slaughter oh, of the innocents. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. Didn't happen. That's a pretty major, major, major historical well, event. Who would be there to document it? Josephus, if he killed everybody. Tacitus. The babies didn't write it themselves. You think the babies wrote about their own slaughter? As a two-year-old, I remember the Roman soldiers busting into my house and taking my younger brother. Yeah, everyone else is busy working. Who else has time to write? That's who wrote history. It was infants. In so it's so unreliable. <laughs> um. You know, that's uh, that's all I can remember off the top of my head. As for sources, uh, Keith, I don't read a lot of books, but I do listen to a lot of podcasts. As far as books go, I would say, I don't know, Guns, Germs, and Steel is one. Kyle's very concerned with me using a coaster. No, it's just brand new for table. sure that was loud. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, you know, so... Yeah, what, guns, what are, germs? guns, guns, germs, and steel. That's not really about the Bible at all. That's just about the earliest known what how humanity started. Basically, okay. I read the book Sapiens. Also, kind of talks about it in a roundabout no way. Hey, I read about no, no homo. I read uh, the evidence demands a verdict by Mister McDowell. I'm read. You know, I'm I'm trying to remember all these books that I read. Uh, how Christians saved humanity. And what the, what in those books contradicts what Keith said or supports what you said? All the things I just said. All the, Everything Keith was saying, you just listed. Keith was saying, name historical events that are verifiably false in the Bible. Yeah. So I just did. And those books prove it? No, no. Those are the books that I would that I got that information from. Sure. Okay. So yes. 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 Those are some Keith of the books. Keith also sorted, not sorted. So what I'm looking for? Sourced. Yeah. Source stuff. And he's like, this is fact. Yeah. And it was like crazy nonsense. Yeah. Some of it. Some of it I didn't read. <laughs> also. Anyways, I, I feel like I made my point. Kyle got in the way a lot. Um, let's jump into it, Kyle. Do you remember what we read last week? Hmm. Let me ponder about it for a bit. Um, no. <laughs> We read about Joshua saying farewell to the leaders, right? We only got one chapter in last week. And That's not enough. Basically, um, Joshua said, remember all the great shit we did? And they're like, yeah, isn't that awesome? He's like, remember that great shit? Keep doing good shit. Don't turn away from God or a lot of bad shit's going to happen. And I'm going to die. And I'm going to die. And so now we're going to finish the book of Joshua and start the book of Judges this podcast, which I'm very excited about. So here we go. Um, the covenant renewed at she Shechem. This is, I think, the seventh or eighth time the covenant's been renewed. The same covenant that they always make, that God's going to give them the entire world. That if they follow his ways and cut the tips of their dicks off. <laughs> which hasn't happened yet. The covenant renewed at Shechem. Then Joshua assembled all the tribes of Israel at Shechem. 
He summoned the elders, leaders, judges, and officials of Israel, and they presented themselves before God. Do you think all those are different positions, or do you think those are just different titles for the? So you got your elders; those are the old; those are the old wise men. Mm-hmm. You got your leaders. I don't know who those that. Those are guys that lead. Judges. There's only a few of them, probably. They would be Levites. That's who you fucking bring your civil cases to. And then officials, I would say those are like army army people. I don't think it was that tiered and structured. Straight out of the desert, they already have all these positions of government. Well, they had a hundred and something years to figure it out. I don't even think they were barely literate at this point. Joshua said to so they all... They just got one guy reading and writing everything? Or a very... Ten guys? Yeah, ten guys. All the Levites? Yeah. Only the top Levites. Joshua said to all the people, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Long ago your forefathers, including Terah, the father of Abraham and Nahor, lived beyond the river. That is, the Euphrates River. And worshipped other gods. But I took your father Abraham from the land beyond the river, and led him throughout Canaan, gave him many descendants. I gave him Isaac, and to Isaac I gave Jacob and Esau. I assigned the hill country of Seir to Esau, but Jacob and his sons went down to Egypt. Then I sent Moses and Aaron and afflicted the Egyptians by what I did there and brought you out. Afflicted them? And I afflicted the Egyptians by what I did there and I brought you out. They afflicted them with plagues. Oh, okay. The ten plagues. When I brought... Do you remember the ten plagues, Kyle? Frogs? Locusts? Two. AIDS? Uh, Nope. That's a plague later on. It's a plague in the seventies. Um, <laughs> all plagues. Um, snakes. Nope. Okay, you don't know bees. Nope. There Wasps. was no. Wasn't there some kind of there bug? was locusts and flies. That's it. So there was the plague of flog- frogs. I think it was first the plague of blood, then it was the plague of frogs, then it was the plague of flies. The. Re- you can almost do it this way. That one sounds like it sucks, but we had one fly in the room, and it's annoying. <laughs> I couldn't imagine a plague of them. That's true. Uh, the, like, here's the thing. They don't kill you. You just kill yourself. <laughs> that's... Dude, it's, yeah, that's especially when they're all crawling all over your food and in your cups and in your nose. Like, those, those horrible videos of those poor kids like, in, terrible, in destitute countries where they don't even care anymore, and the flies... What kind cr- of countries? destitute poor countries where the flies just like crawl across their eyes and like in their nose and like out, i've out. never seen that you've not seen those like those world vision commercials like look what these kids are going through give us money and the flies like crawl across their open eyeball they don't even they don't even like swat it basically they're just too indifferent i've never seen hungry. that that seems like a it's awful it's terrible it seems like an exact it seems like a car- cartoon like caricature of what actually is happening no, They're still human beings. Yeah. They're just going to let Sam flies and, live on their eyeball. Sam Kinison has that joke. He's like, and you feel bad for those kids because you know the film crew could give them a sandwich. <laughs> that is the best part. They're like, no, don't feed them yet. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> those people are sociopaths. Well, they help the kids immediately after, but they do want to document what the conditions that are that they're living in, yeah. so that they can hopefully help. They're not sociopaths; they're great people. They're, sociopaths. they're the only people helping, Kyle. You, are they helping? Yes. On the condition of that, you read their fucking book and commit no. to Jesus Christ. No, I would bullshit. Say, 
there are Christian organizations and there are non-Christian organizations. The Red Cross. I don't know if World Vision's non-Christian. It's Christian. Okay, but okay. So what? They're doing good works. Are they? Yes, they're feeding and clothing very poor people. Yeah, but and what teaching are they, them what how are they to read to the little boys though. You're fucked up, Kyle. They're helping people. Yeah, how maybe. dare you? How dare you even how accuse them? How dare you? Dare me what? Of being in the Christian. You know they put like those World Vision and shit. They it's like. Two to four percent of the money they no, get okay. goes to. I work in this industry, so I will correct this there. It's two to yes. four percent. No, it's okay. Maybe in the worst cases, I think the breast ca- cancer one is the w- average case. It's four. Okay, no, it's not. Yes, that it bad. is. It isn't that bad. Kyle. It is that bad. Are we just going to say it is okay, and it fine. isn't? Okay, let me. Yeah. The bigger the organization, it is that bad. The bigger the organization. So my dad runs one of these, and he's able to give. When when he says a hundred percent of these donations will go to the children, he's able to give Caleb a full time job. That's if that's not squandering your money, I yeah, don't know what is. That is true, but when he says a hundred percent, a hundred percent goes to the kids. Now, when he doesn't say that, something hundred percent is the leftovers. No, no, no. When you take a donation and say one hundred percent of this money goes to when World Vision says a hundred percent of the people that phone will give this, that hundred percent goes to the children. Okay. They, they don't say it goes to the children. They say it goes to help children. Because nice, sometimes it's nice, a nice loophole that true, they put in Kyle. there. It's true. And in the most disgusting, egregious cases, they're driving around two hundred thousand dollar cars and living in million dollar mansions. Okay, that's disgusting. Now, most people that work in that industry are not that way. Even if they're not doing that, the most egregious shit. Yeah, they're employing all their friends with fucking the six po- figure wages okay. and that's not flying true. around in jets you, and shit. You can't generalize like that. Yes, you can, because generally they're doing that. Maybe there's outliers of How people do you helping. Know? Help, because I know everything. <laughs> You're so annoying. Anyways, the smaller the organization, like my dad's organization at at its height, I think had like 12 people working for it. Most of the time it had four employees, right? My dad, the accountant, the administrator, mm-hmm. and her helper. And they would, you know, they had, I think, at its height. So I shouldn't say at its height. It's fucked I, up right off the bat when you get to decide how much of the money you make. How much am my I My dad worth? never took a wage from that I'm organization. I'm not saying your dad. I'm saying in general. But If you're running the company... You get to decide, ooh, I deserve $200,000 a year. Panel, vote on it, it is that bad. I put in place. It is By the bad. way, I put you all here for your jobs, and we're going to vote on how much you make next. It is bad. So I deserve $200,000. You guys maybe deserve a hundred. Okay. Sound fair? Yeah. That- we're helping. And then you also get to feel like a philanthropist at the same time. Kyle, it's great. what is wrong? Should everybody who helps people live in a shack? Yes. Okay. That's, yes. You really believe that? Yep. Everybody who helps people should live in a shack and take mm-hmm. no wage at all. Yeah, because I don't believe you're doing it for any other reason but selfishly there's, if you're not living there's in a shack. There's nothing wrong with helping people and helping yourself. But you're helping people under the guise of saying you're going to do this much when you're really doing 4% right, of that. You, okay. In, again, in egregious cases. Now, not even. What, what is the number you give? I would give, say more than 50%. Most of the time. No, not even close. The average charity. How do you know this? It's a, it's a verifiable statistic. Well, I guess we have not to Not even Christian. Up. You're very annoying to me right not now. Not even Christian ones? The average charity in the world gives 4%. Yeah, sure. Okay. Christians are even worse. How do you... Again, where are you because pulling that from? Because they're terrible people. You're so annoying. <laughs> and so any organization that tries to help people by its very nature... You can't live in a shack and help people because then how do you live, how do you live yourself? How do you f- meet your own well, how basic needs? How do you feel needs? more dominant than the people you're helping if you don't have how more do you stuff meet your, How do you meet your own basic needs, Kyle? 
Can you? What, what can, are you feeding? Can, can you, what, are you, what are you feeding these people? Can you stop arguing with me for the sake of arguing and actually talk about this? Because it's no. driving me nuts. No. Because we're gonna keep arguing. Okay, then I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Because if you're gonna talk about it like that, so we'll just go back to reading. So where were we? Joshua said to all the people, God, "I love winning every argument." Then I sent Moses and Aaron and afflicted the Egyptians by what I did there. And I brought you out. When I brought your fathers out of Egypt, you came to the sea, and the Egyptians pursued them with chariots and horsemen as far as the Red Sea. Joshua or God talking? This is Joshua recounting. um, This is what the Lord says. Okay, so the Lord said this to yeah, Joshua. Yeah, Joshua said to the people, this is what the Lord says. Yeah, It's confusing depending on when all, it's Joshua and when it's, it's God. Yeah, it is. It's the same thing. It's both the same thing. They're strikingly similar when Joshua talks on his own it's and true. when God talks it, yeah, it to sounds, Joshua. Yeah, they sound the same. Yeah, nothing... Same, and it sounds a lot like when Moses talked and when Aaron talked and that this is what the Lord says. <laughs> so... When I brought your fathers out of Egypt and you came to the sea and the Egyptians pursued them with chariots and horsemen as far you know, as the Red weird. Sea. Now I just realized there's like, maybe we talked about this. You ever talk about all the people in uh, in like mental institutions with savior God complexes? Yeah. Do you think all these people had them and people are just too dumb or easily led or hoping for salvation that they just clicked on I'd the right most, thing? I'd say most. I'd say most. Because if you think you can talk to God, it's got to be close to it's got to be close to that level where you think you are. I would say even in my own experience, I wouldn't say that they think they're God, but I really... That's what I mean, but it's like a step down. Yeah, I do think these people think that they're directly talking to God, that God has a plan for them, that God wants them to succeed. That's most... Isn't that a step down from putting them in a mental institution, though? Yeah, you could put most pastors in a mental institution, I think. Like, it's crazy. Like, God's everywhere, but he only talks to me. It's a fucking psychotic delusion. Or he talks to me and other And people. everybody, whatever. But yeah. he, the ones who think like, no, I talk directly to God. Yeah, my mom like, thinks that. I, I, know. <laughs> I know. How fucking crazy it is, is that? She's got to be a little crazy. She doesn't seem she, that crazy, though. That's the, weird, that's the thing. She seems she's otherwise normal except for this thing. That she will not bend on. She's actually fairly reasonable about her beliefs where she's like, yeah, the Bible does mention there's a lot of gods, so there is a lot of gods. I did not think... I, I Kyle, know I always get hung up on that. She's not reasonable, Kyle. I've yelled at her for years, <laughs> no, okay? She won't waver. Yeah, but you... Yeah. I just mean she'll... The things she believes you know, are some, not reasonable. Some Christians will pick and choose, well, I guess there's only one God, even though they said there are others, they're just w- wrong. Yeah. She's willing to be reasonable with what's in the Bible, yeah. not what with contradicts it in reality. That's not what I'm saying. I would say she'd say, oh, because, okay, you know what? You've been asking me about these other gods for forever. They're just demons. They're just demons parading as gods. She never said that, though. I think that's what she would say if she we said asked she her. believes in other gods because she went to places where people have other gods and she thinks they help them. Yeah, but she, if we made it, let's ask her about that next time. Yeah. But I, she will say that they're demons or spirits. That, that would be awesome to hear. <laughs> No, she believes in demons. Not and every, yeah, but not only that, that everyone else's God is actually a demon, but mine. Yeah, <laughs> I am so smart that I have the I pick the only right God in a sea of demon gods, trying to trick you into going to hell or whatever fuck demons do. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what they do. That is the most narcissistic take on anything. <laughs> Holy fuck! So they, but I guess she does talk to God and knows the Pope. What? Right? Like, what the fuck do you do How with do you that? not be a narcissist at that point? Um, so, 
the Egyptians pursued them as far as the Red Sea, but they, the Israelites, but the Israelites cried to the Lord for help, and he put darkness. Listen to this. I did all this, and the Israelites cried to the Lord, and he put darkness. This is the Lord speaking, right? I, Can you read that again? So, what, what was it right before just, that? Let's just notice the pronouns. Then I sent Moses and Aaron, and I afflicted the Egyptians by what I did there. This and I, yeah, and I brought you out. When I brought your fathers out of Egypt, you came to the sea, and the Egyptians pursued them with chariots and horsemen as far as the Red Sea. Yeah. But they, the Israelites, cried to the Lord for help, and he. Who's he? God just Paul? switched pronouns. Joshua? No, God did. God did. God about himself. Yes, because he's. Yeah, I know, but it, was he talking about is he Joshua or is he himself God in a third person? And he put darkness. It's God putting darkness what is between that, second person. Yeah, yes, second person. No, second person is you. Right. Third person is him. The fuck is calling yourself he? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, isn't this ter- crazy? So I did yeah, all it this. Is crazy. And they cried to the Lord, and then the Lord put darkness. Maybe it's because it's how, like, you know how there's a trinity? They're maybe separate one, entities. No, maybe one part of the trinity did that that part. That's what I mean. Yeah. No, but this is pluralized God. So they. I just want to point that out every pluralized? time. pluralized? I did this oh, and, and he, he yeah, did yeah. that. That's more than one. Trinity. <laughs> oh. Explain it right now. <laughs> trinity. There's probably another one. He and him. He, both of them. They could say both of them. My son? Yeah. <laughs> which I begat? Yeah, that one's probably the Holy Ghost. Um, and he put darkness between them and the Egyptians. He brought the sea over them and covered them. You saw what, with your own eyes what I did to the Egyptians. Then you lived in the desert for a long time. <laughs> yeah, what's the problem? Oh my God, this is nonsense. I brought you to the land of the Amorites who lived east of the Jordan. They fought against you, but I gave them into your hands. I destroyed them from before you and took possession of their land. When Balak, son of Zippor, the king of Moab... Son of Zippor? Zippor. Z-I-P-P-O-R. What do you think his ancestors invented? The Zippo lighter. (laughs) Or the zipper. Thank you. Uh, the king of Moab prepared to fight against Israel. He sent for Balaam, son of Beor, to put a curse on you. But I would not listen to Balaam. So he blessed you again and again, and I delivered you out of his hand. Let's remember what Balaam actually did. Remember? No. I won't do anything that the Lord your God says not to do. I will do totally the will of the Lord. Was this the donkey guy? Yes. And then he gets blamed for trying to curse the Israelites when he blessed them three times in a row. Yeah, but he was really cursing them. No, he wasn't. How do you know? Because we read it together, Kyle. Oh, can you just not... Can you at least like be reasonable in your contradictions? I am, but I remember reading that and being like, you don't know what he's saying. You know, they're like... He says, That's why the king got mad. He's like, fucking actually do it this time. It, no, the king got mad. The king said, you blessed them again. I said to curse them and you blessed them. Oh, yeah, I was mixing it up. Yeah. So I just, it's fucking annoying. So God, God is even lying on Balaam's behalf. Read that again. So, but I would not listen. So um, the Balak, son of Zimber, the king of Moab, prepared to fight against Israel. He sent for Balaam, son of Beor, to put a curse on you. But I would not listen to Balaam. So he blessed you again and again, and I delivered you out of his hand. 
That's God lying. So he's saying that Balaam tried to curse them, but he refused to listen? Yes. So that's why people hate Balaam, because God just said it right now. Yeah, but God lied. I'm pretty sure when we read that the first time, I was saying that Balaam was actually secretly cursing them yeah. instead of blessing them the whole time. Yeah. And uh, I guess God just made me correct. correct. Okay. Well, that's not uh, what the story I also might not have said that, but don't go back and check. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um. Then you crossed the Jordan and came to Jericho. The citizens of Jericho fought against you, as did the Amorites, Pezzarites, Canaanites, Hittites, Girgashites, Hivites, and Jebusites. But I gave them into your hands. Uh, I'm going to go to Israel in like two weeks. And my dad's like... Is that in two weeks? Yeah, September 17th. How long are you going for? Uh, till August, October 1st. Sweet. So, but so yeah, my dad called me today all excited. He's like, You got water shoes to go swimming in the Jordan? I was like, I'm not gonna go in the Jordan River. I you don't have to. He's like, You have to. Yeah. It's like all the Jews do. did it. And I was like, No, they didn't, Dad. That didn't happen. <laughs> He's like, What do you mean it didn't happen? And then I don't really feel what? like then he was just like, Well, whatever. We'll uh, we'll talk about this later. Cause do all the Bible tourism shit. I don't really want to. I don't like just going into a dirty river because that everybody goes just in. Just getting, yeah, you'll get a parasite and call it God. Yeah. It'll sneak into your brain. I don't want to do that. Start talking to I it. will go into the Dead Sea because that seems awesome because you just float there. I heard it's, it's disgusting. So, it smells like ammonia. Well, probably. It's so full of minerals that nothing lives there. That's why it's the Dead Sea. And you float without yeah. things. That'd be cool. That's I heard cool. it's rank, though. <laughs> Well, yeah, we'll see when we get there. If it's really, I mean, I'm gonna go. I would in, do it. I'm gonna go in the Dead Sea. I don't think I'm gonna go in the Jordan. I don't want to go in some dirty river. That come I'm, back with all my sores healed or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> or new ones, or maybe take some rocks from there and show them as a sign. These rocks are a sign that the Jordan stopped yeah, how come flowing. The, how come the rocks don't flow in the Dead Sea? What um, about that one? <laughs> they do when they're tiny, Kyle. When they're little itsy bitsy rocks that you can barely Sand. see. Yeah, minerals. Do they? I don't think they do. Yeah, they do. There's minerals suspended. That's what salt is. When there's salt in water, that's I tiny. I understand, thing. but it becomes a solution. It's like a chemical bond. It's not. No, they're tiny rocks. Okay. <laughs> they are tiny rocks. You know what I can see. I, uh, hey, one for me on this podcast. So the Gergeshites, Jebusites, I gave them into your hands. I sent a hornet ahead of you, or sent the hornet ahead of you, which drove them out before you. Also, the two Amorite kings. You did not do it with your own sword and bow. So I gave you the land on which you did not toil and cities you did not build. And you live in them and eat from vineyards and olive groves that you did not plant. And the Amorites are like their buddies that they no. like lord over? No, they uh, de- they destroyed the Amorites, I think. What the hell did he just say? I think the ones... I think it was the... Didn't the, he just say Amorites, I let you... No, I sent the hornet ahead of you, drove out the Amorites. So I oh, killed all those. Drive out the Amorites. Yeah, um, I think it was the Hivites that got to be the woodcutters with the no, it was the Gibeonites, the Gibeonite deception. Cause, right. Yeah, because they came and pretended they were from far away and made a deal. Those sneaky, sneaky Jews. No, the Gibeonites they're tricked Jews. the Jews. No, they're not. They're oh, the Gibeonites were the other guys. Yeah. Oh, that were like, oh, we came from far away. We're so far. We're so hungry. Can yeah. we just have truce for a, all, all our people, which is just six of us, by the way? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah I remember that. That's the scam. That was awesome. And then, you know what? If you want to, if you want to beat the Jews, you got to play them at their own game. You got to scam the scammer. Scammer. Yeah. 
Gonna be uh-huh. sneaky. I didn't really resent how God says, like, you didn't do it with your own sword and bow when they did it with their own sword and bow. <laughs> Gives them no credit for any of their actions. Yeah. And really, I said it before. It's like you don't give your hand. Like, human beings are extension. He's controlling them like a video game, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes he puts them on autopilot, sometimes he controls them. Well, you know, you know, when you're playing NBA, you can only play one player at a time, the computer's controlling the rest. That's true. So he's playing, that's what he does. He plays like Paul. Or, no, Joseph. That's sorry. actually a pretty good... I wonder if that's actually how they think it... Cause now, God can take control of groups of people at a time. It's no problem for God to control everyone on Earth at the same time. Yeah, theoretically. But most of the for, time... Uh, for an all-powerful God. He's only doing a but few not this, people not at this once. insecure God. Yeah, he's all-powerful and insecure. <laughs> no, he's insecure, so he says he's all-powerful. He has yet to prove it. He created the universe. Yeah, he says that. <laughs> Maybe he stumbled upon the universe. <laughs> we don't know. It was pre-made, and he stumbled. Someone across. just left it about. They're like I, they made a bunch of them, and this one was shitty, so they just fucking. And he, but oh, this he, one's expanding, he, and there's a bunch of weirdos on it. But so the power that he can dem- that he's demonstrated so far, you know, it's caused pretty the, lame. Caused the whole thing to flood, burn he can, people. He's manipulated parts of manipulate, it. he can manipulate animals. He can manipulate water. He can manipulate the the walls of Jericho. Yeah. So he can manipulate the earth. He's yeah, like but us human beings have found, like, have written about better fictitious superheroes. That's true. Than God's powers, and He created us. Well, you and just we can... said He stumbled across it. Oh yeah, He stumbled across it. That's what I meant. Not that He created us. <laughs> did He cre- did He create the animals and the humans? Or was the world already there? That's why. Here's the thing. He yeah, He came. It was full of people and shit. But he like He wanted. For, like, copyright reasons, he had to make a backstory that said it came from two people so no one could take it back. Okay. Yeah, so he stumbled upon, he stole someone else's universe is what happened. <laughs> and then he's like, no, no, just just from two people. So Because he's a fucking It's kind of like the Sony Marvel takeover or whatever's happening right now. So Like, Sony's buying it out and then just, you know, rewriting the beginning and then they own it forever. And that's their universe. Yeah. It's like your intellectual property because someone will be like, I made this whole universe. I left it over here. It had like all these animals and people on it from different races. And he's like, no, no, no. Mine just came from two people. So this must not be the same universe. This is mine. I made it. Okay. So um, where were we? Uh, now, fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods of your four, the four, what? Throw away the gods your forefathers worshipped beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your forefathers served beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose choose land... Choose for yourself? Yeah. Since when? But as for me and I, house, for we will serve the Lord. That's what he just said. So now's your one chance to go Bullshit. back to the old gods. Yeah, except for the whole time when you were like, if you go back to the old god or even make an idol to them, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, well, that was the chance. Yeah, this, you just try to weed out exactly. the secret believers before he murders them. That's that's a that's a famous verse, by the way. Choose choose for yourselves wh- whose gods you'll worship. Why? And then, Is that famous? But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. I don't know. That's just one. That's, that's one. I, oh, so this isn't God saying it now? No. This is now, Joseph? It still says, it's still... I know, but now, just like it said he before... Joshua said to all the people... Does God have a household? This is what the Lord your God says. So... Does God have a household? 
Yeah. But back to the fuck does that mean, though? That means... It's confusing. The guy who's in charge of the house, right? The patriarch, decides who worships... Who the house worships. Okay, read it again. Um, So... But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your fathers serve from serve beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Who yep. is saying that? Joshua, I guess. Yeah, but it's been God the whole time. Joshua said to all the people, this is what the Lord says. So it switched okay. back to Joshua. It didn't say where. It, there, all these, It's gotcha. one period, one okay, set of so quotations. Okay, so Joshua's like... Yeah. Pick whatever you want now, even though the whole time I said I was going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Through God, by the way, not me, really. But this time, I'm saying, pick whoever you want, but me, I'm picking this one. Yeah. And so, I, me, I'm picking this one. And my house, Choose whoever you want. And my household. So, yeah, like, all my warriors, yeah. everyone that follows me, choose whoever all you my want, slaves. But this one, I'm, I'm picking that one. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Choose whoever you want. And though. that's when you go to, like, Christian people's houses. <laughs> He's that's, like, that's just him going, like, give me a reason. Yeah. Fucking give me a reason. Yeah, basically, he's weeding out all the undesirables. Like, you know, now's your chance. Tickle your fucking but shit. But last chapter, he just said he, all the bad things that would happen if you don't <laughs> follow the Lord. So, And they would probably kill them on the spot. Oh, well, you've chosen your own fate. See, they should wait a bit till they get like a group together. Otherwise, you're just going to kill like three people and then everyone else is going to keep to themselves. I think they've been systematically doing this over and over and over. And it needs to happen like once every two generations. This is a culling? I I really I literally think that you're probably right that it, every two generations some people go you know this seems like bullshit to me and they're like those people <laughs> need to go and that we can't have any naysayers and that's the way they keep it pure and by the way that that's one of those when you go into like a Christian person's house they mm-hmm. you see those like plaques on the wall me this house me and this household serve the Lord that's you see that oh okay you see that that's everywhere. what this is from yeah okay that's interesting. You know what I heard about Jews? That they're so inbred, they have their own unique diseases that only happen to them. Like genetic anomalies. And Where'd you hear that? Ari Shafir. <laughs> well, then I believe it. He's a Jew. Yeah. That's something. Isn't it? I don't can know. You, can you imagine like the, the chosen people of God? <laughs> Isn't it funny that they have their own unique diseases that the rest of the planet doesn't have? I mean... As a concept... That everybody no, has that. Though. Lose the inbred thing. Yeah. No, genetic diversity doesn't really no, have the, it. No, no, no. There's there's diseases that only affect black people, and there's diseases yeah. that only but affect the, Asian those things people. go away the more the more you interbreed. That's true. Yeah, but there are so the more genetic diversity, those diseases go away. I know black people have like can't remember what, what their big one is that I know about. What the fuck is it called? Doesn't matter. The point is Some, there there is a disease that, that only matter. affects them. Yeah, I guess every region has it, but the more... My point being, it's funny that the chosen people... Forget the inbreeding part. Yeah. That the chosen people of the Lord, God's still like, fuck you, here's a bunch just for you. Here's a, Yeah, here's your own special... <laughs> my chosen disease. Oh, you get all the rest, too. All the rest, you still get those, but here's some that only you get. Because I, I never forget. Then the people answered, Far be it from us to forsake the Lord to serve other gods. It was the Lord, our God himself, who brought us and our fathers up out of Egypt from the land of slavery and performed those great signs before our eyes. He protected us on our entire journey among all the nations through which we have traveled. And the Lord drove out before us all the nations, including the Amorites who lived in the land. We too will serve the Lord because he is our God. Joshua said to the people, 
You are not able to serve the Lord. Thanks for fucking nothing. <laughs> After all that, Joshua said to the people, you are not able to serve the Lord. He is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your rebellion and your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, he will turn and make disaster. We just said we would. Yeah. And now he's saying you can't. He, will he gave them 30 seconds. But the people said to Joshua, no, we will serve. Sorry. No, we will serve the Lord. <laughs> then Joshua said, you are witnesses against yourselves that the Lord has. So, so, oh, you are, I think that's why you are witnesses against. Good. You are witnesses against yourselves that the Lord have chosen to serve the Lord. What the fuck? Wait, can you read that whole thing again? Okay. The contradiction that he just made and everything. So Joshua says, choose this day who you will serve. We're going to serve God. They all say, far be it from us to forsake the Lord. We're going to serve the Lord. Then Joshua said to the people, you are not able to serve the Lord. He is a Even holy God. Even though they God. just gave him that choice. They, serve the Lord. Pick one. They're like, we pick yours. We're on Team Joshua. Hell yeah. Team the team Lord. Team J forever. Yeah. And then he's like, but you can't. Yeah. Even though I just said you could and I gave you the option, you can't. Yeah. Uh, he is a holy God. He is a jealous God. It, he will yeah, not forgive it, your rebellion and your sins. The Lord, this is, hey, guys, Christians. Full of forgiveness. Yeah, full of forgiveness. He will not forgive your rebellion. Even if they're choosing you at the moment and haven't committed any recently. That's the unforgivable <laughs> sin, which is blasphemy. He, he's talking about basically all their past blasphemies. I know. So you're not So you worthy. commit one, you're fucked forever. Yeah. Even if you, like, repent like they're doing now. Yeah. You, if you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, he will turn and bring disaster on you and make the end of you after he has been good to you. But the people said to Joshua, no, we will serve the Lord. Then Joshua said, you are witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen to serve the Lord. Oh, I told you not to. You're doing it anyways. You're your own witness right now. The sin you just committed to the okay. Lord. Okay. And then they said, yes, we are, fucking insane. Yes, we are witnesses. Hey, do you guys all realize what you just said? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. We'll see. Yes, we are witnesses. They replied. Now then, said Joshua, throw what away. What the fuck does this even mean anymore? <laughs> this is. Um, this do is... they? Are you? What's the right answer? <laughs> I like God, but fuck him. Is that like, I choose this God, but he's an, fuck him. He's an asshole. No, it, it's. No. Too late, fuckers, basically. It's, you are already fucked up. You fucked up when you built the calf. Your father's fucked up in the desert. They fucked up when they hit the rock. They fucked up when they touched the goods they weren't supposed to do. But I'm, I'm not my dad. Yeah, no, God doesn't forgive you. God will punish to the third and fourth generations those that, you know, so you're basically fucked. Then, so he says, we're serving the Lord. Me and the Levites, all us rich people. And you guys want to serve the Lord? Yes, we want to serve the Lord. Too late. You can't serve the Lord. You already, we, you're witnesses against yourselves. How does that not create chaos? I know. It's very, so let me finish. So, yes, we are witnesses, they replied. Now then, said Joshua, throw away the foreign gods that are among you and yield your hearts to we the Lord. We God just did. We just did that. And the people and then said you told to, us not Joshua, to kneel. We will serve the Lord our God and obey him. On that day, Joshua made a covenant for the people. There at Shechem, he drew up for them decrees and laws. And Joshua recorded these things in the book of the law of God. Then he took a large stone and set it up there under the oak near the holy place of the Lord. See, he said to all the people, this stone will be a witness against us. It has heard all the words that the Lord has said 
to us. It will be a witness against you if you are untrue to the Lord. So I think he just made them double down on his prof- on the promise. He went to see if they really meant it. Also, how fucking dumb is that? Hey, that- by the way, you're fucked forever even if you choose God. And then he wanted them to go, we still choose God. Yeah. And I also want to point out how dumb it is that God's best record keeping is a rock. They all promise to a fucking rock. <laughs> and the rock is witness of their fucking promise. Even though it just says he recorded down decrees and laws. They could have had this promise you know in why? writing. Because that's the most permanent thing those dumbasses could have thought of back then. Yeah. This a fucking rock. The rock star, man. We did it in front of the rock, and the rock bears witness against us. Hey, rock, what when, What do we say? I don't know. Yeah, no, nothing from the rock. Turns out we're off the hook. What? <laughs> I'm a rock. Like, could you imagine going... <laughs> I would love to do that. Find that rock under the oak tree and go, do you remember my forefathers saying anything about serving the Lord forever? Huh? <laughs> if the rock actually talked back. <laughs> what? So buried in the promised land. Which one are you? <laughs> Which one are you? I've been here for eternity. <laughs> Kyle's impression of a rock. Oh, that's what this podcast is I'm gonna get on second degenerated city. to. I'm going to get on Second City. Let's play us an ultra out. Should get striking on the first city, Kyle. It's gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be my audition. Okay, to set this up, I'm the rock. The Jews promise things to. <laughs> Very specific sketch. What? Yeah. I saw you there. Hey, long nose. You, your mother was there. That's actually a good bit. <clears throat> um, if only we could do any of the sketches we we said we were gonna do ever. I still think the Bible Beater shorts would be a fucking great if we did anyways. Mm-hmm. But promise like this one right now. Yeah. Then Joshua sent the people away, each to his own inheritance. After these things, Joshua son of Nun. So basically that what sending the people away, that's a huge demobilization, all right? So they have just Why would he do any of this? Uh, this is I don't, it's the end of an era. He's consolidating the this is he's dying. So I'm, he's just I'm fucking quite sure. Shit up. Yeah, no, I'm quite sure this is the last covenant. This is all lore, right? This is all Egyptian. This is all Jew lore. None of this. Ha- this is what people are writing hundreds of years later under the reign of Josiah. They're writing. This is how we got to here. So first, God created the whole world. Then there was a flood. Noah, mm-hmm. you know, Abraham, God promised him, then God promised Isaac, then Jacob, then they slavery, then there's the big exodus, then we came out and conquered everybody. And, you know, this is like, this is, we're getting into the realm of like, maybe this part of the Bible actually happened. This oh, is, yeah, are we? This is actually starting to be where it might be true. Oh, sweet. So, what a change of so, pace. So, this, <laughs> so Joshua was saying at the end of this whole thing, remember they had, 600,000 fighting men. They conquered all those territories, all those cities. Everyone got their own inheritance by lots. The Levites still got theirs, even though they weren't supposed to. And Josh was saying he's demobilizing now. They're they're becoming, instead of a conquering country, they're going to become a, a settled country. They're just going to live there. They don't have a standing army. Or that should they, work out well, right? Because yeah. who would be upset at them now? Yeah, right? Just, yeah, you're good where you are. You don't need to constantly move to avoid the people Well, it's after all the shit you've taken over centuries. What the Bible's saying is they 
Well, they Dest- found their holy land. They killed. They 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 slaughtered almost everyone. Yeah, but we know that's not true. They're like there's still those guys over there and those. But they're neighbors, right? They're na- there's they didn't conquer Babylon. They Egypt still wasn't conquered. They left. Yeah, that but behind. remember even they still uh, like the Al- Amicites. Yeah, oh, Am- they're still there. Yeah, they've they been mentioned enslaved. them again, and they, they're like those other guys are supposedly yeah, genocided. They're yeah. still there. Some of them are there, and some of them are completely and utterly destroyed. <laughs> totally. And none of this is true. Yeah. But this is their version of the events. Um, it's such a it's such a weird. I don't know. Never mind. It's just after these things. Why the, put both of those things in there? Because the other thing did even serve the story. Some guy was just like, hey, I think I see the Amalekites over there. And that was like the only thing. Because 500 years ago, Kyle, you could just say 300 years ago. Great, whatever you want, because no one could read it anyway. Yes, exactly. So this is like their, this this is whoever's writing this down, best approximation of the legends that he heard. Yeah, proof reading didn't exist back then. Where they came from. He's just pure stream of consciousness. Probably over the course of his life. Or he was going from oral traditions, which. You know, yeah. they, they passed down. So anyways, then Joshua sent his people away, each to his own inheritance. After these it's things, funny, like, while you're writing it, you write, and the Amalekites were totally destroyed. And but I mean totally, I mean gone forever, given to the Lord. Yeah. And then a few paragraphs or a few pages later. He forgot he wrote that. Yeah, immediately forgot. Yeah. Not even that long. It takes us a long time to read it, but it's really not that long later. Yeah. He goes, oh, by the way. That dude that I'm writing about, and in his perspective, he goes, "Hey, there's the Amalekites." I would, I, this is speculation, but I would imagine the way that this guy's writing. He starts writing. Maybe he learns to read and write as a young man, and by 25, 30, let's say this guy lives an ancient life. He oh, lives so like sixty. Gonna say he's like writing one word a day. No, I'm saying he <laughs> writes, you know, a scroll, and then ten years later, he comes back and goes, "Now to deal with the war of the Amalekites," and he goes. You know, and then five years after that, oh, and totally forgot he uh, wrote yes. in the last scroll like, that they were totally wiped out. Like he doesn't out. go like read what he wrote. How many times do you read what you wrote like years later? Never, right? This guy's writing this over the if course it, of his life. If I thought it was that important, <laughs> probably, probably would. Yeah, I mean, I at least listened. If to I like, had planned for anyone else to read it, yeah, I would. I would read it again. I listened. I would write it and then I'd read it How and was, then I'd go, oh, those two things don't make sense. In fact, we're writing for the roast today. And that's all I've been doing is writing it, rereading it and going, well, that was stupid. Why did I think that was funny? And then I take it out and I try to put something funny in there. I'm saying years later. And it's not like he had a book. He had to go to a place where the scrolls were wrapped up and like it was a big deal. Like you couldn't just like open your notebook. It was like. But he was writing it for people, correct? Yeah. I'm I'm saying it's one possibility, Kyle. That's Mm, that's what I Stinks. After these things, Stinks Joshua, son of Nun. This this is one of those podcasts where I just leave in a bad mood, just exasperated. Kyle's drinking whiskey neats, and I am annoyed and sweaty Dude, I like and it. hot. Just a little sick. After these things, Joshua, son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died at the age of 110. Not bad. And they buried him in the land of his inheritance at Timoth Sarah in the hill country of Ephraim, north of Mount Gash. <laughs> <laughs> Should oh, be yeah. the Valley of Gash. That's what I call your mom. The Valley of Gash. Mount Gash. Israel served the Lord throughout the lifetime of Joshua and the elders who outlived him and who no, had experienced everything the Lord had been for Israel. Because that's what he does. And Joseph's bones, <laughs> the Israelites Mount Gash. had brought up from Egypt, were buried at Shechem 
in the tract of land that Jacob bought for a hundred pieces of silver from the sons of Hamor, the father of Shechem. And this became the inheritance of Joseph's descendants. So they brought Joseph's bones with them the whole way. What a fucking... I guess it wouldn't be too heavy. How heavy is a skeleton? <laughs> From personal experience? Decomposed or... Yeah, we'll be totally decomposed. Well, that's hard to say. I've never dealt with that. I was going to say that's that'd but... be a hassle carrying a fucking box of bones around. It still would be so that they wouldn't a rattle... A box of bones? What is it? That has to be like, what, 30 pounds? It says, in jo- yeah, in Joseph's bones, but it's not like a bag of bones rattling. They're carrying around tents made I, of gold and shit. What's a 30 pounds trying, of bones? I'm saying to keep them intact, like a fucking, you got a skeleton that's it 500 they, years. It says to keep them intact? It says, well, Joseph's bones. Do you think it was just a bag of bones <laughs> rattling around, yeah. all out of order? Yeah. Like, here's a pinky toe. What do you think Here, they're dressing him up to? Spinal, you know? I don't know. What do you think they have it laid down in a coffin with his arm where the arm kind bone of, is? Yeah, that's, that's, what I, that's what I'm picturing. That's retarded. I'm not picturing a bag of bones they just chuck oh, under. Fuck yeah, dude. Under all the fucking. No, they don't. Maybe not a bag, but a fancy box. Manatee skins. Remember, that's what they use for the house yeah. of the Lord. They got. So they just throw them under there and throw the manatee skins on top, and the bones just get ground up and broken yeah, over the they, course they of. They make a little gold box for it. Wow. Uh, and so this bones, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and Eleazar, son of Aaron, died and was buried at Gibbath. What a dumb take that you think they make it look like him. Why would you carry bones around if you weren't going to... Why do people carry blood around? Why do people carry bones around now? They carry them intact. Symbolism? They carry them in an urn, which is all ground up, or yeah. they carry them intact. No one carries a bag of fucking bones. They don't carry it... <laughs> We for like sides class. You think it's like a sides class skeleton with like wire attaching the bones together? Yeah, like the fucking body exhibit. Why would they bring? How would they do that back then? Even do you think if a university You're a fucking idiot or orders a skeleton, they just send a bag of like bones all disorganized? If a university does, hey, I would imagine you, who, who carries bones. I would around? imagine it's packaged. how dare you call me a fucking idiot. Name a scenario where someone's carrying bones around all willy-nilly. People put ashes all the time. In like so a not ashes, or... bones. A yeah, skeleton. Bone a skeleton of bones, Kyle. Name a time? Yeah, you, you're you calling me an idiot, and I'm saying that... Yeah, for thinking, why would they... How would they How would they ever do that? That's Number what I'm one. saying. Why how would they you carry ever... bones around? How... In a bag. Just all willy-nilly scrambled yeah. up. Okay, then, you, then you go, these are magic bones. They belong to a magic guy that could talk to God. I don't think I'm gonna grind that. some up, snort some, try to make my dick hard. <laughs> Give yourself boners. Come on, Kyle. I think that people who carry bones around care what the bones look like. If you're carrying the bones around, they obviously mean something. Fine. Alexander maybe, the Great. Maybe they, they wrapped the... each one in some fucking whale skin or they whatever. They mummified him. No, they just each one separately so they didn't grind together. It's possible he's mummified. He did die in Egypt. Okay, why well, even stop at that? They they made it look like him. They put the foot bone where the foot is and the shin bone yeah, and everything. that's what I'm talking about. And made it all the way to the head. Yeah, that's dumb. Put the skull on the top and then they put clothes on it. Dumb. Then they put clothes on what it. What is the alternative? No, then they put clothes on it. Then they talk to it and okay. then they feed it every day. What's the alternative? How's your day going? What's the alternative? Name an Carrying alternative. Carrying him in a fucking sack. Which I th- which I which we agreed was dumber at the very beginning. Okay, of this. wrapping each individual bone, putting it in a box, putting some nice uh, fucking Labeled? Jewy God lettering on it, whatever God likes at the time. I don't know tassels, you know, put some tassels on it. T- then you carry around them in a box. One big box or like many boxes. Like this is the hand box. One big box. Or like the, one big box. The arm box. 
It depends. If you want to divvy out the responsibility. That's the book of Joshua. Everyone gets a finger. <laughs> well, there's only 10 fingers, Kyle. Well, then you get a shin. Okay, so everyone gets one bone? Yeah. How do you deal with the orbital bones or the, the very tiny bones in your ears? We just throw this out. <laughs> huh? We just, they'll just get thrown out. <laughs> they get lost? Yeah, fuck this. Okay. <laughs> Judges. Should we start a new book? Do we have time? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, you guys, this is the book of Judges. Uh, the introduction says... What happens in this one? Um, this book Do they tells, judge people for their sins? No, this is before Israel... Here, I'll read you. I'll tell you what happens. This is the introduction. This book tells of Israel's history. Well, fuck off. They actually do a, an intro? Yeah, we've... They never do that. Yes, we've been reading them on all of the other podcasts. I always do them. This book tells of the history for the period... Is this in the Bible or did the author write this? this like, is, separately? No, this is by... Uh, by some jerk off who's the International Bible Society blaspheming the Bible. Yeah, the, whoever the publisher is. <laughs> so this isn't in the Bible. No. So disregard this, everybody. Okay. This book tells us of Israel's history for the period between the death of Joshua and the ministry of Samuel. This time period was known for its heroes called judges who ruled the tribe of Israel. The events followed a certain pattern. The Israelites lived in peace while serving and loving God. The Israelites forgot God and worshipped idols. God punished his people by sending a neighboring nation to fight and rule over them. The Israelites turned to God and asked for forgiveness. God forgave his people and sent them by sending them a judge to help conquer their enemy. This pattern of events repeated itself many times during a period of Israel's history. A total of 15 judges are listed for leadership. The best known judges are Deborah, Gideon, and Samson. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, Deborah. Deborah, a real name. Yeah, it's a lady. I would not have think Deborah's name is the name Deborah is that old. Would you most, ever fucking guess that shit? Most white people names are in the Bible. Really? Yeah, Wanna remember when you Kyle. Yeah, Kyle. <laughs> but remember when you were like, Kyle. I was like, no, you're like, Chad. Chad yeah. And I was like, yes. Uh-huh. How so, about Kyle twice? Kyle, Kyle? Yeah. How about um, Angus? That's an old man name. I bet you it's not even in there. No, I think that's Celtic. <sighs> Trevor. All right, Kyle. Steve. Steven is. Is it? Yeah. Trevor might be, actually. Russell. No. Okay. This Gary. Is, this is getting annoying. <laughs> Gary. Gary, yes. Fred. Gary was... Uh... Fuck you. There's no Gary. <laughs> no, there was Suck no. my dick. <laughs> what about Fred? Frederick? Frederick. No, that's a Scandinavian name. Okay, this is getting annoying. <laughs> yeah, because you're wrong. Israel fights the remaining Canaanites. What, Joseph? Obviously, yes. No, uh, after the death of Joshua... The, uh, the Israelites asked the Lord, who will be the first to go up and fight for us against the Canaanites? The Lord. So uh, they just demobilized. Now they're going to fight the Canaanites. Uh, the Lord answered, Judah is to go. I have given the land into the, their hands. The men of Judah said to the Simeonites, their brothers, come up with us into this territory allotted to us to fight against the Canaanites. We, will, we in turn will go with you to, into yours. So the Simeonites went with them. <laughs> That's so funny to hear. And especially because my brothers are Judah and Simeon. I know. Um, when Judah attacked, <laughs> when Judah attacked out to the, la- the, the Lord gave the Canaanites son. and Perizzites into their hands, and they struck down 10,000 men at Bezek. It was there that they found Adoni Bezek and fought against him, putting the route to the Canaanites and the Perizzites. Who's Bezek? Adoni Bezek fled. He must be the king of Bezek. <laughs> <laughs> he named it after himself. Yeah. 
Kyle, I'm Kyle, King of Kyle. That'd be badass. You know why you'd be better? Because there's so many fucking Kyles. Actually, it'd be the King of all. It'd years. be I'm Kyle Vesner, King of Vesner. <laughs> I don't like because it's much. a it's a Dazoni Bezek, King of Bezek. So, but they so Adoni Bezek fled, but they chased him and caught him and cut off his thumbs and big toes. Mean, <laughs> weird punishment. So now he's a stump. Oh, that'd be awful. Yeah, he's. I know. You're he's t- just a stump now. Yeah. Everyone calls him Stumpy. He can't pick anything up without using two hands. Even his toes, like you could, you know, those people. Oh, born you're gonna without, be falling all over the place. Those, those people born without hands that like learn to do stuff with their feet. They they also cut his big toes off. So he can't even do that. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna do anything with his mouth. Then Adoni Bazak said, 70 kings with he's their." Pretty much a dog at that point. Right? Yeah. You have to get your mouth to do everything for Dude, you. Listen to this. You're on all fours. Listen to this. Then Adoni Bazek said, 70 kings with their thumbs and big toes cut off had picked up scraps under my table. <laughs> they are dogs. Yeah. Wow. You did. You called it. 70 kings? So that's what Adoni Bazek did to other- 70 kings. So Adoni Bazek was a mighty ruler king. So yeah. he killed 70 kings. But he didn't kill them. He cut off their fingers and toes. Okay, sure. Yeah. So- and then he brought them to his castle. Yeah. Obviously, that's a lie. That is awesome. What a psychopath. 70 kings. Could you imagine just instead of hanging them, you know, you cut off their toes and made them incapable of fighting back so they just were an animal around you? Yeah, that's They would just become your pet. Hey, by the way, I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to make you my bitch. And then they picked up the scraps under my table. Now God has paid me back that for what I did to them. Awesome! They brought him. That to, is the new best torture I've ever heard. They brought him to Jerusalem, and he died there. That's just gonna break. There's, there's no way that doesn't break your spirit. And you just become an animal. That's not so bad, dude. The, it's not so bad compared to what other people did. The, the Assyrians, dude. They would, they would make the the sons. They would burn the father alive and then make the sons crush the bone of their father and then poke out their eyes. So that's the last thing they ever saw. They fed children to their parents. They did all kinds of fucking terrible things. That, is, that does sound worse. <laughs> but it's not as cool as making your enemies your dog. And it's and 70 kings he did that too. At least it's more creative. How's Anyone it? can just hurt people, you know? You don't even fucking believe the things that you say. How is it more creative to cut off their toes and thumbs than to fucking... Burn a guy, no. make his sons that's, crush that's, his bones. That's 10% of the and thing. And then cut no, no, no. gouge out their eyes. That's 10% of the bit, you know? 10% of it is cutting off their fingers and toes. Yeah. The rest is bringing them back to your castle, seeing other kings with their fingers and toes cut and off, throwing scraps and then throwing the scraps on the floor. The men of, Judah, the men of Judah attacked Jerusalem also. And you don't even it. tell them. That they're they're a dog now, you just let them figure it out on their own. <laughs> uh, so the men of Judah attacked Jerusalem also and took it. They they took Jerusalem back like two a long time ago. ago. Yeah, so I guess they lost it again. Um, Did they? You think they put the city they put the city to the sword and set it on fire. After that, the men of Judah went down to fight against the Canaanites. Did they do that already? So they, this is just a different perspective. They're doing it again. <laughs> okay. Um, after that, the men of Judah went down to fight against the Canaanites living in the hill country, the Negev, and the western foothills. They advanced against the Canaanites living in Hebron, formerly known as Kirith Ereba, and defeated Seshe, Hyman, and, yeah, <clears throat> and, and Talmai. From there, they advanced against the people living in Debir, formerly called Kirith Sefer. And Caleb said, 
I will give my daughter Aska in marriage to the man who attacks and captured Kirith Zephyr. Athaniel, son of Kenaz, Caleb's younger brother, took it. So Caleb gave his daughter Aska to him in marriage. So this guy married his niece. I mean, kind of cool back then. At least it wasn't his fucking daughter. Um, it's like me giving my daughter to one of my brothers to marry. That's exactly the story. I know. That is fucking weird. Does any of your, none of your brothers have kids, right? My brother just had a baby boy. Uh, if so it was a girl, it'd be like, if you fuck that in 12 years. Yeah. No. Yeah. 14. <laughs> one day... When she came to Othaniel, she urged him to ask her father for a field. When she got off her donkey, Caleb asked, What can I do for you? She replied, Do me a special favor, since you have given me land in Negev. Give me also the springs of water. Then Caleb gave her the upper and lower springs. The descendants... Okay, like To who? To his daughter and, their, and her... <clears throat> Give me the water? Does so, he own the water? Yeah, he owns a big chunk of land. Okay. So and he gave her the, the fields, and he and also sprays. gave her the water supply. That seems but like I, a isn't, bad it, move. isn't it fucking crazy that we just... So in four paragraphs, the the, the tribe of Judah and the Simeonites killed Adoni Bezek, who was the conqueror <laughs> of 70 kings. Yeah, he had 70 burned kings. Burned Jerusalem to the ground, killed everybody there. Yeah. Then they're talking about one guy giving a field and some springs to his daughter. Like, where like does, they're all sig- equal yeah, significance. Yes, yes, that's what I'm talking about. Like, how, how many years do you think it took Judah to do all of those things? Apparently, like, 30 seconds. And then, we're, then the, this conversation gets warranted. <laughs> they're, like, verbatim. Just one guy said this to, to his daughter and once. And his daughter was like, can we also have the springs of water? <laughs> <laughs> That's really weird to like to do it about your life. So I was, I was a conqueror. This I was ki- a king. This- I ruled over people. This one time, my daughter asked me for an extra birthday present. I gave it to her, and then I uh... <laughs> I killed these other people. <laughs> she repl- so, like, what was that third one? The descent. <laughs> I think it's crazy that 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 has the same amount of page space as the former. She replied, do me a special favor since the springs, blah, blah, blah. The descendants of Moses' father-in-law, the Kenite, went up from the city of Palms, that is Jericho, with uh, the men of Judah to live among the people of the desert of Judah in the Negev near Arid. Then the men of Judah went with the Simeonites, their brothers, and attacked the Canaanites living in Zephah, and they totally destroyed the city. Totally. Therefore, it was called Hormah. The men of Judah also took Gaza, Ashkelon, Ekron, each city and its territory. The Lord was with the men of Judah. They took possession of the hill country, but they were unable to drive the people from the plains because of they had iron chariots. What the fuck? The Lord was with the men of Judah. They took the hill country. But they were not they, they, able to. Because of the iron chariots, too powerful for the Lord. For the who was God. With, who was with them? Who was with them? The Lord was with them. They took the hills. Unable to take the fields because of iron chariots. We need to start marking this shit down to ask people, you know? Yeah. Once we start interviewing whoever your mom's going to give us. it's That's hilarious. That is that is hilarious. In the same... Oh, fa- yeah. So God can't defeat chariots. Who, no, oh, who, God, no. God can do everything. No. <laughs> Check this shit out. Iron chariots actually is one weakness. Yeah, he can burn wood ones. That's about the extent of his abilities. <laughs> That is hilarious. The Lord was with the men of Judah. I like how God's like, they have iron? Iron chariots? Like, like how? Di- yeah, but he didn't know before they went over there. He's like, oh, fuck. What the hell's that? What the hell's that shit? I've never seen that before in my life. 
Fuck, I've been asking for everything to be made out of wood. And animal skin. Well, they figured out... What the fuck? What is that, rocks? You heated up rocks. You kidding me? You can do that? Oh, my God. Oh, fuck, we better not go in there. They got some pretty smart uh, sorcerers over there. Figured out how to heat up rocks. (laughs) Turn it into iron. What do you call that shit? Iron? I'm going to go figure that out. Oh, my God. The Lord was with the men of Judah. They took the hill country, but they were unable to drive the people from the plains because they had iron chariots. (laughs) As Moses promised, Hebron was given to Caleb, who drove from it the three sons of Anak. The Benjamites, however, failed to... (laughs) I love that name. The Benjamites? Is the guy named Benjamin? Yeah. The Benjaminites. <laughs> I don't know why that sounds so ridiculous. Benjaminites. The Benjamites. The Benjamites. <laughs> the Benjamites, however, failed to dislodge the Jebusites who were living in Jerusalem. To this day, the Jebusites live there with the Benjamites. That's fucking. Oh, so they couldn't. The Iron Chariot dudes? They're just like, fuck it, we'll just. We'll be on their team? No. Okay. So let's go back. After that, the men of Judah went down. Um, the men of Judah attacked Jerusalem and took it. Now we are four paragraphs later. The Benjamites, however, failed to dislodge the Jebusites who were living in Jerusalem, the place that Judah had already taken. Burned down. Yeah. And killed. Burned it down twice. And put everyone to the sword. Like this is the fucking rebuilt again. Try and try and make sense of this nonsense, which is the book that people's souls depend on. I'm guessing in from when the last time he said it in this new book. Judges. Yeah. They already said it in Judges, and they just said it in Joshua, too. Yeah, they just did it in Joshua. And they just said it again in Judges, though. They just said it four paragraphs ago. So in those four, within those four paragraphs, 400 years have passed. <laughs> <laughs> the Benjaminites, Benjamites, however, failed to slot this Jebusite. The Jebusites are still living there, it says. It says to this day. Oh, the so Je- they never even. The, the Jebusites lived there. They never dislodged them at all. I guess. Re- did they say they wiped out the Jebusites the last time? It says, okay, did they, so did they say uh, this that is before? verse 8. This is Judges 1, yeah. verse 8. The men of Judah attacked Jerusalem also and took it. They put the city to the sword and set it on fire. That's the end of that. But we don't know who was in the city at the time. Didn't say. So it could be anybody. Now, verse 19. So 10 verses later. <laughs> that's insane. Um, or this, actually, verse 20. As oh, Moses oh, had oh, promised, okay, Hebron <laughs> was given to Caleb who drove it. Verse 21, the Benjamites, however, failed to dislodge the Jebusites who were living in Jerusalem. To this day, the Jebusites live there with the Benjamites. Now, the house of Joseph attacked Bethel, and the Lord was with them. When they when they sent men to spy out Bethel, formerly called Luz, or Luz, the spies saw a man coming out of the city, and they said to him, Show us how to get into the city, and we will see that you are treated well. So he showed them, and they put the city to the sword, but spared the man and his whole family. He then went to the land of the Hittites, where he built the city, and called it Luz, which is its name to this day. But Manasseh did not drive the people out of Bethshan, or Tanakh, or Dor, or Eblium, or Medigo, or their surrounding settlements, for the Canaanites were determined to live in that land. When Israel became strong, they pressed the Canaanites into forced labor, but never drove them out completely. Nor did Ephraim drive out the Canaanites living in Gezer, but the Canaanites continued to live there among them. How do you subject a people to forced labor without being able to kill them? You got to do some like... Uh... No, no, no. It says they weren't strong enough to kill them, but they were strong enough to subject them to forced labor. 
I don't know. I don't know. You got to do some like uh, manipulating, some serious, like serial killer level manipulating. I, I, I just don't understand how that's possible. I guess. What could you threaten? I guess maybe it was like this. I guess there's nothing you could threaten because if you can't kill them, they would just kill you. I was thinking like maybe you could be like holding their baby and be like, if you all, I'm going to stomp your baby right now if you don't become my slave. But then if they know they could kill you, they would just kill you. I think this is what I think. I think they defeated them in a major battle. Yeah. But they were very numerous and spread out. So they said, listen, you guys work for us now. That's smarter. And once a year, they would come and just collect, you know, all their iron chariots or whatever that they'd say, give us that shit. But if they actually had to go in there and take them completely over, they weren't strong enough. Maybe they weren't strong enough to wipe them out at first, like you said, but they yeah. started getting them as their slaves one by one. And now they have a half their army, half slave army that they can then yeah. kill them if they wanted to. Well, then they could still wipe them out because yeah, then they yeah. could kill them and then kill yeah. their slaves. That just doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's crazy. That just doesn't make sense. Something <laughs> in the Bible doesn't make sense. This whole That's this unbelievable. Enti- this entire chapter has been nonsense. I think there's some shenanigans going on surrounding in this nonsense. book. Um, so they, uh, when Israel became strong, they pressed the Canaanites into forced labor, but never drove them out completely. Nor did Ephraim drive out the Canaanites living in Gezer, but the Canaanites continued to live there among them. So they're living among them. They live with the Canaanites. Neither did Zebulun drive so the everyone's, Canaanites. Everyone's friends, but some of them are slaves. Neither did Zebulun drive the Canaanites living in Kitron or Nahalol. It's mouthful. <laughs> N a h a l o l. Nahalahol. It's like hahalol. Nahalahol. Sorry. Nailed it. Who remained among them? But they did subject them to forced labor. Nor did Asher drive out those living in Acho or Sidon or Alab or Axib or Hebla or Afik or Rehob. And this, and because of this. Rehob? Rehob. R E H O B. You know what I say when people tell me to go to Rehob? I said, no. No, no. And then you die of an overdose a few weeks later? Hell yeah, dude. She didn't die of an overdose, by the way. She died of alcohol withdrawals. So she did go to rehab. Yeah. <laughs> she went to her own rehab where you don't get alcohol. That's crazy. That's crazy. You Alcohol's die. the only drug you can die from the withdrawals. How can you die from the withdrawal? I guess... You go to a seizure. Hmm. Uh, that's why I'll never quit. <laughs> um... And because it's a, it's a good motto. Neither neither did the people of Naphtali drive out those living in Beth Shemesh or Beth I also Anath. suggest having at least two drinks before you drive to steady your hands so you're they're not shaky on the wheel. <laughs> Perfect. But the Naphtalites too lived among the Canaanites, the inhabitants of the land, and those living in Beth Shemesh and Beth Anath became forced laborers for them. The Amorites confined the Danites to the hill country, not allowing them to down into the plain. And the Amorites determined also to hold, to hold out Mount Harry's, Ajalon, Shablim. But when the power of the house of Joseph increased, they too were pressed into forced labor. The boundary of the Amorites was from Scorpion Pass to Selah and beyond. So all of that to say, I think uh, it's very confusing what they actually conquered and what they actually didn't. You think so? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they conquered it all. And if there's somebody else living there, they couldn't kill them. They'd be like, we conquered this too. But we're just living there. We're all living there. Yeah. You know, they were living there because they're going to write that in their history books. But we were also living there. 
And we killed them also. That's if good. that makes sense. We killed them all and we're both living there. Did we get any... Uh, it, that's not the real time, is it? That's the real time. Holy shit. Is this like a two hour long podcast? No. Okay. How... Didn't we start at like five? Nope. Oh. Nope, it's an hour and 20. Okay, well that's uh, long enough. Did we get any emails this week, Kyle? We got another one from your best buddy. Keith? We got one from Keith. Keith goes on to say, Caleb, you fucking retard. Okay. You were the dumbest guy I have ever seen. Him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it doesn't say anything. Oh, Caleb, you should have seen his fucking face. <laughs> Oh, that's fucking awesome. In your past email, you asked and I indicated I didn't have any real credentials in biblical... Tra- Did we already read this one? I think so. Here's another one. Keith. This must be the one I meant to read. I was just listening to the episode with Stacy's One True Son. Oh, Simeon. Simeon. Which he is. And the One True Podcast host. Okay. The better brother, the more handsome, the more successful, the better looking... The better to hang Whatever. out with. Get him to get him in here then. No, nah, I want you. Exactly. An, e- <laughs> An emailer claimed to do basic math to figure out that each ancient ancient Israelite would only end up with a few square, square meters of land apiece. Something like 1.2 million people based on biblical numbers. I did even less math and looked up present day demographics. Yeah, there's more people living there now. We talked about <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, we did. But Keith's on it. Yeah. We're thinking you. alike. Yeah. Yeah, we're on the same ballpark, Keith. I did even less math. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great it's one. A, it's a great point. <laughs> there are just over 4 million Jews living there today, men, women, and children. That doesn't include the other yeah. nationalites, but Jews make up the largest number. Somehow they all fit with plenty of rural land. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, it makes... Uh, makes that, that was a, The first guy was a bit of an idiot. Well, not an idiot per se. Yeah, an idiot. <laughs> yeah, okay. Granted, the actual boundaries may differ from ancient times and today, but they are probably pretty close. No, but he did the math. The he did the math with present day Israel numbers because he said this is the square footage of. Israel. Oh, right, he did. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah, very well done. Like he did that. I presuming even... that that human beings don't gather and like live vertically. Israel is one of the most. I think it was 18th most densely populated. So it is up there in the world, but yeah, it's there's. I mean, there's places with even more population countries. I mean, I did even less math and just looked up the demographics. <laughs> That's a good line, Keith. You know what, Keith? I think we like you again. So next week on the podcast, what do we got? The angel of the Lord at Bokeem. That's a great nice. story. They've, that one is, I, it's been the judges I've liked so far. And dis- judges. I like it when it's blatant hypocrisy. Yeah, and then... Blatant uh, hypocritical going against itself. Probably won't get to it next week, but the week after that is the story of Deborah, which is one of the most famous Bible that stories. so ridiculous. And it's one of the yeah. only times... Some dude's mom wrote it. <laughs> yeah, 10 years ago. Story of Deborah. They just threw it in there. Debbie. Yeah, she was... Uh, who's, De- she Debbie was King James's like, uh, 10th niece. Denby, Debbie and the boys <laughs> take over the city of Israel, or city of Jerusalem. Hell Yeah. They're getting it. Debbie's getting into trouble. But this is uh, that's a, remember in the book of the law where women can't lead and women can't speak in church. Yeah, Deborah gets to do all of those things. This wait, is wait. It's called the book of Allah. No, the book of the law. Oh, the book of Allah. Because <laughs> it would say that if it was the book of Allah. That is hilarious. That's what I'm going to call the Quran from now on. <laughs> the book of Allah. Yeah. Hell yeah. 
All right, dude. Where can they find us? Where can they send us emails? Uh, where can they send us emails? Really? Bible beaters at CanadaComedy.ca. Where can they find you on Instagram? Dick underscore Spazer. Um, And we have a Bible Beater Facebook page if you look that up. We post memes sometimes. We also have a Reddit. I haven't checked it in months. No one's checked the Reddit. The Reddit's dead. Good. Let it die. (laughs) And we're on Bible Beaters on Instagram. I haven't posted anything in half a year, but you can go look at the same old posts and like them and comment. Get into some old conversations about old memes I made about the Bible. So. That's a good... That's, goodbye. That's a good what? It's a good spot. If you're just new to the podcast, you can also ask us questions about previous episodes. Like if you... Oh, just, we're running out of song. If we you just go. started... Listen- <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. If you just started listening, you know, a few months ago and you're like on podcast 25, you can ask us questions about that still. We'll answer them. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And if you want to post comments about how awesome I am on my personal Kyle Vester Instagram <laughs> so chicks can find it, that would be cool. Just saying. Okay. Oh, little girls that I see I'm going to get down on their knees to pray because I'm hung like Jesus. To get to heaven, you ain't got to die. Just bend over and let me inside because I'm hung like Jesus. Oh, well, I'm hung like Jesus. Yeah.